0: Hi, everybody. I'm Larry Gassman. This is the 24th of May, 2021. We're in the Pat Price Tech Talk training room, and we're here to talk about uh, a vehicle, something that you can actually get some use out of with regard to exercise, and it's brand new and being sold now. And we'll talk about that plus how you can get your very own as well. And we're delighted to have three people talk to us tonight about On The Move, and uh, she will introduce the other two, so I won't bother doing that currently, but you will hear from all of them before we're finished. But delighted to have Judy Wilkinson and Cast with us on Tech Talk.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much, Larry. Um, I'm immediate past president of the California Council of the Blind, and with me are board member Steve Bauer. Say hi, Steve.
2: Hi, Steve. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's and- a comedian. Yeah, and the actual inventor of this device, Patrick Netter. Hello, Patrick.
3: Hello, Judy. It's great to be here.
1: Oh, it's great to be with the two of you, as always. This device, uh, is, is, is there's two of them. There's. I'm going to just briefly describe them both. The sit-mill is a totally self-powered little tiny, if you call it a little treadmill, it comes out of the box. You screw in two little legs, which puts it on a little bit of an angle. It has two bars and a tread and that's it. Bob's your uncle. You self-power it with your feet uh, going up and down or even sideways. And it's as simple as you could possibly imagine.
3: Judy, if I may um, uh, just interrupt here for a second. Sure. I think, um, it's so you're so used to it. Uh, you've said one you've, uh, not said Oops. one thing that I think uh, the people listening will say, oh, it's just a, a treadmill, a small treadmill you just walk on. No, you're you. It's a completely new treadmill, as you know, because you don't use it standing up. Right. How do you use I
1: it? was getting there. All back, right. <laughs> but thanks for feeding me the line. You sit in a chair and that's why we say mock a, walk a mile in your mock a while how do you like that walk a mile in your chair so yes it sits on the floor right in front of your feet and you can put it down anywhere
2: and that's so why it's Steve, called the sit mill
1: that's why it's called the sit mill then there's the other one which is a motorized version and i'm going to want Patrick, in a minute to talk about the motor, these are only as wide as we, we say, it's as wide as an airplane seat. And you know how narrow those are getting. Um, the, the mini tread is actually a motorized version. Same kind of idea, sits on the floor. But this one, you have an, uh, a remote that you hold in your hand, you push the uh, little start button on the side, you plug the remote in, and same idea though, but you can set the speed on this one anywhere from 0.3 miles an hour to three miles an hour. And uh, you know, people are always saying, "You mean it only goes three miles an hour?" Well, I defy you to crank it up to anywhere near three miles an hour <laughs> and not be pouring off sweat, right, Steve Bauer?
2: Most definitely. I was one of those that was saying, three miles an hour, whatever. (laughs) uh, You know, Judy, you ought to just briefly talk about, uh, I mean, this has been, we we say it's finally available, and this has been the culmination of, uh, what, three and a half years now or something, because you and I and a bunch of other folks from CCB were were just blown away by this device. We first saw it at the CCB State Convention, and then soon thereafter at the ACB National Convention in Reno, that... Here is an exercise device that, you know, it doesn't take up a lot of space. It doesn't require going to the gym. It's, it's not inaccessible. It's just something we can set up all by ourselves, plug it in, turn it on, and get lots of good workout with it. Like you say, just sitting in our chair and, and – we were blown away by Patrick uh, showing the device at our convention a few years ago that we kind of said hey this has to be something that we got to make available to more than you know just the folks that are sitting in here and that's you know kind of how the CCB OT uh, on the move partnership was was developed
1: absolutely and Patrick you know how many CEOs do you know i mean inventors that give time to so many presentations patrick has given us just hours of time describing and and explaining and talking about the scientific benefits and uh patrick you know this one i this is a techie group and i'm amazed at how quiet the device is how smooth the action is on the treadmill, the little mini tread that you put in front of your feet, the, mm-hmm. the, the the mini tread, and I was wondering if you would talk to our folks about how how uh, you know you designed that part of it so that it's so smooth and quiet and and frankly like a Cadillac of of little little machines. <laughs>
3: You're very kind. And uh, sadly, uh, I may be in the wrong room because I've been accused more than once of being a techno ramus. So I will do my best to give you what I think you want to <laughs> hear. Um, and, 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 you know, my moniker is, uh, ironically, the uh, on TV news, the gear guru. So I'm supposed to know all this stuff and I don't, but I'll, I'll do my best. Uh, luckily being in the tech exercise equipment business for about four decades now, I've made some uh, good connections and everybody from a literally a past NASA scientist to one of the top exercise equipment companies in the world. Uh, it took uh, over three years uh, to to do, you know t- to develop it, design it, to find a motor. Here's one thing that that I thought was interesting, because it's only twenty inches by twenty inches, and you and it still needs to function as a motorized treadmill. We're talking about the mini tread now. Uh, the the how do I say the challenge was to find a motor that was, you know, cause this is about a quarter or a fifth, the size of a, of a standard treadmill. So it's to find a motor that was a strong enough to start uh, to, to change the, the speed from 0.3 to actually uh, 2.5 is now the top, because people couldn't go much faster than that. So we were able to reduce it down to 0.3 if we made it at two and a half miles an hour but I dare any of the listeners <laughs> of you guys uh, to go more than 20 minutes at two and a half miles an hour. Uh, it's, it's tough. It's a, it's a tough workout, but back to the motor. So the challenge was to get a motor that had at least four unique uh, aspects to it. One, it had to be super small. Two, of course had to be quiet because if you're using it while you're on a zoom call or in an office, if it's a loud treadmill, that won't work. Uh, three, it had to have enough torque at, uh, at that, uh, 0.3 miles an hour, uh, to, to continue to go. And then it had to be, um, inexpensive enough so that, you know, the treadmill wasn't going to cost two or $3,000. So That's why it took uh, so many years to do it. the The idea was actually uh, Thanksgiving uh, five years ago, almost five years ago. So it's uh, it's taken a while. Uh, Apparently, I'm not the smartest guy, but uh, I think it's at a point now where lots of people can get the kind of results that we want.
1: It's really exciting because, frankly. there has been challenges faced but with development. And then, of course, you, we had to get manufacturing out of China uh, right. post-COVID and everything. And now we've got manufacturing in the United States for the mini-tread. And we're on hold for manufacturing for the sit-mill. And that's why the sit-mills we have. Uh, remain from samples that were developed a number of years ago. The only difference between that one and the little sit mill that we're going to have in the future is you'll get an extra set of legs. So you can have two, two heights of uh, incline, but there's no, there's we're working still, right, Patrick on manufacturing for the, for the. Uh, manufa- you can...
3: yeah, yes, we are. Here's the deal though. Uh, believe it or not, even with the current sit mill uh, that we manufactured if you unscrew the front legs, it will be flat. And that's what the new Sitna will have. It'll have uh, two mechanical angles. One will be uh, flat, and the other will be at about a um, 14 degree. And so you still can do it. It's not designed that way, but if you put it on a carpet, you'll still be able to do it flat and uh, on
2: any surface on an angle. Patrick, we've mean- talked about... Oh, go ahead.
3: Good.
1: Good,
2: Steve. I'd say we've talked about the motor and, and all this stuff, but can you talk uh, us through kind of the practical aspects of this whole thing? Like, you know, obviously you can uh, – I mean, to me, the biggest um, – thing i like about it is i can do it i can multitask and i can be on a zoom call and it's quiet enough and you know nobody nobody's the wiser that i'm uh you know in, unless i get going too much and start sweating and then <laughs> but you know i can do it while i'm on uh calls i can do it while i'm on the computer whatever but what is the uh you know the, the difference that we always get asked, okay, so it can't be as good as a real treadmill I mean you know it, right, it's got to right. be it's got to be not as good, so talk to us about that, some of the research you've done on and that since the device has been out, and people are using it
3: great question and and you're right those are the uh, those are the responses that we we typically get by the way i'm on my sit mill right now as uh, as i'm speaking
2: and um, I'm on my mini mini tread, so hey
3: <laughs> and there and there you have it. Uh, first thing you said about multitasking. So almost nine years ago, I was in a meeting uh, with this uh, gentleman named Nolan Bushnell. You know, no, nobody will know his name. You'll think it's, the, uh, it's a company that does binoculars. Nolan was a guy who started uh, a company called Chuck E. Cheese and Atari, and he said, so I went to visit him eight, nine years ago. And he says, Patrick, you're the gear guru. Gear guru was, uh, I, I, I used to go on TV news and present and introduce the latest tech uh, breakthroughs. Uh, the one uh, some of you may know is the elliptical back in 93, uh, the elliptical fitness cross trainer. Um, so in terms uh of of the other uh, technical uh, aspects we try to make it as accessible and as easy uh, to operate as possible so the sit mill the non-motorized there's nothing to do you just take it out of the box screw on the legs that's it on the mini tread the, the electric one uh, it has a very uh, i'm told uh, and judy and, and steve you tell me it, it, is it easy enough to use to turn it on to increase the speed decrease right now
2: oh yeah definitely I mean uh, you take there it out of the box
1: very yeah there's six very clear buttons you take it out of the box plug it in cord one cord into the uh, into the mini tread
3: the other cord into the wall you plug
1: the the controller, the remote, mm-hmm. you know, like an old tele, the old fashioned telephone. It, jack it, we, that's what
3: that's what we use. And, and in fact, it, it we have uh, we use a little pigtail uh, extension cord to connect to, yeah. the, to the unit and to the remote. And that way you, you, you won't lose it. So and there yeah. are
1: six buttons on the remote. You, a lot of blind folks know the little o for on and the little mm-hmm. x for off those are in the upper left and upper right hand corners yes. the, the the up and their half circles up and down arrows are the two middle buttons lower left and lower right are currently not used they you know for future development
3: but, well that's the exciting you 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 make that as if that's not something that uh uh your <laughs> this group will be interested in because that's that's the sexy part. Go on.
1: We know that those two buttons will be used for wonderful things in, in the future. And uh, at some point too we, you know, we hope to have a remote that is that talks um yes. and and if we do that, when we do not if when we do that, anybody who currently has one will be able to just swap out will you know swap out their remotes. But you can now the machine is accessible because Patrick, you can hear their beautiful voices, and Steve have recorded all the manuals, all the information, and we send those to folks as MP3 files, uh, and they can you can play them on any device that plays you know an MP3 files, and they're beautifully recorded. Uh, so that totally able for all. We haven't had anybody tell us that they've had any challenges. Uh, you know, with the devices.
2: And one of the first things we do in the uh, recording is to say, okay, now take the remote in your hand. Face the shape of the buttons and here's what they do and we you know make it well you know other than the two that are for future stuff we tell you you know which ones stop and start and where they are and you know emergency shut off and going up in speed and down speed and and when you're doing that it beeps so you know uh no speech yet but it is totally accessible when you compare that to uh you know i i had an ex i had a uh exercise bike uh uh, in my bedroom for a long time that, you know, had a flat screen and I had to, before I could even use it, you know, braille labels had to be put on all over the screen. to Let me know what the heck was going on. You know, the, uh, mini tread when I got it, I mean, five minutes after it was out of the box, it was, uh, under my feet and I was doing my thing.
1: I so still Steve- have an electrical trim- trainer that you, you know you have to count like push the button one, two, three, four, okay, that's the uphill climb, four five, six. Oh that's the you know the the Mount Everest climb. so and and I'll just want to say one more thing about the remote. Pat Patrick and Steve do tell for low vision folks the colors of the button so that so that they know you know what they're looking for. So we don't want we don't leave the low vision folks out either.
3: Right. Uh, um, in t- So, uh, Stephen, in, in terms of figuring out, you were, as I recall, you, you were able to do it right away. And Judy, I wasn't with you when you did it, but you figured it out right away, didn't you?
1: Yeah. Well, and I had seen, you know, to be fair, I had seen, you know, I had been with you and Joanna and we had, you know, I, so I was very familiar with the device. Got it.
3: Fair, fair enough. Steve, you asked a, a maybe... Uh, The second most important question, maybe the most important question before, and I'd like to uh, address that for uh, for a minute. And that is, what the hell does this do to our bodies, to our mind, to our emotion by doing this? Because most people think, wait a minute i'm only putting 10 percent of my body weight on this i'm moving how much exercise can this do what does this do just give me a little blood circulation to my calves right exactly and so here's uh what i found out almost four years ago because i too was like everyone else what the hell does this do because I was uh, about to make a treadmill desk where you stand, you you walk, and you work. And that truly is multitasking. And you ladies, you're able to do it way better than we men are. Men are horrible at multitasking. So I immediately stopped uh, the standing treadmill desk and went into uh, the seated treadmill. And I called up my friend, Linda Shelton. N- none of you uh, knows who she is, but she was the fitness editor for Shape Magazine. Some of you may know that. And I, so I'm sitting at my desk. Uh, I, uh, I took a full seven foot treadmill and sliced it down uh, to about a third of the size. I'm sitting at my desk. I call up Linda and I say, hey, Linda, I'm sitting at my desk and, and I describe what I'm doing do you think this could have any efficacy? Could this have any benefit to our bodies? And normally, uh, was, what was interesting about Linda, she's one of the smartest people I know, uh, and a fast, uh, a fast brain. So uh, anytime I would ask her a question, within a nanosecond, she would, she would answer yes, no, maybe, whatever. So I said, Linda, do you think this could have any efficacy, any benefit? Maybe, was her answer. She, she literally waited and said, maybe. And that's how it started. So from there, I took it and sent it to Oklahoma to a former dean of uh, Oklahoma University Medical School. And I, I sent it to, uh, to, to this doctor, Alan, because uh, I didn't have the money to, to pay for a big study. And he had, his wife had a, a condition, has a condition uh, with very uh, poor balance. And so he decided to take a chance. And so he, again, this is, this is not a study. This is not clinical. This is not something that, that could be published. He took one gentleman uh, early early 60s and what we what he did is he compared walking upright on a treadmill you know like you like you're walking on a park or you know which we all know walking feels great on lots of levels so he took measurements of walking at three different speeds upright on a treadmill and then the same gentleman took uh they uh, on the on the seated uh, mini tread and took all of the metrics on on while he was seated. And so we looked at things that a lot of us are interested, calories burned, increase of circulation, uh, engagement of uh, muscles. And what he found was more than surprising. And again, when when you're seated and walking, of your weight is on your rear end. So you're only moving, you're only doing the work uh, of 10% of your body. So I told uh, Dr. Allen, I said, look, please do that. And studying uh, apples to apples, if it's 30% only as effective as walking upright, I'm going to give up. And because I don't think people are, are, are going to want to work more than three times to, to get the same benefit. Make sense. So, yep. so he did, he did the study uh, on, on the, uh, just on the one person and he calls me up and it's uh, and I, and so I'm prepared for anything. And, but he said, uh, Patrick, you're going to be surprised. And so I was hoping that it wouldn't be less than 30%. And what he turned out to be, shockingly, wasn't 30%. It was 91%, the same value in terms of caloric expenditure, calories burned, increase of heart rate, etc., as walking with your full body weight. And when he said that, uh, that was just before uh, I went up to uh, the CCB up in, in Nevada. That's what, that is what has kept me going all of these years.
1: You know, and I want to say something else about when you're multitasking. Do I go two and a half miles an hour when I'm you know, sitting at my computer reading email? Hell no. Maybe other people can't, <laughs> not me. No, I can't. I'm basically barely probably doing half half a mile. You know, maybe a very yep. little more than the 0.3 miles. Yep. But an hour I'm sitting here moving my feet and I've gone, you know, a couple of miles without actually even thinking about it because I'm barely walking, but I'm getting I'm feeling the muscles flex. Mm-hmm. But I'm not thinking about it. The minute I have to think about it, you know, that's a whole different exercise regimen.
3: Judy, You you just brought up something that that is critical. uh, And and that is that's the part of the uh, the multitasking uh, aspect that uh, Steve had brought up Um, a uh, very well established uh, hypnotist uh, got one of these units. And he told me, this was just a few weeks ago, he says, Patrick, here's what's different about this. Because it's motorized, you don't have to think about actually moving your feet while you're working. So for certainly men and certainly uh, men who who need to concentrate on something else, having the electric, the motorized, where you don't have to think about it, becomes almost subconscious, becomes automatic. So uh, in terms of if that's your situation, that would be the one I think to con- to consider between the two.
1: Yeah, you have to actually concentrate to use the sit mill.
4: Yes.
3: I
1: mean, I think most people do, because yes. it truly is your own muscle power. For the mini tread, and maybe we should talk a little bit about you know the the price of it because um you know that that becomes crucial there are people who have said you know for instance the the sit mill which is 169 dollars um you know isn't it like you know a couple of other devices i've seen on amazon it's just so simple um that um it, you know it's easy to use but the mini tread now that's getting into the price range that you see these other little bicycles, the little mini, uh, the little uh, ellipticals. So Patrick, maybe talk a little bit about again. Yes, we can find these little ellipticals, the little uh, mini seated bikes. Talk talk a little bit about why, frankly, this this really is a good a good deal.
3: Sure. Um, at
1: four forty nine.
3: Right. So here's the deal. Um, having introduced a lot of equipment over the years, uh, good, if you buy a cheap treadmill, a regular treadmill, um, it's probably not a good idea because if, for a lot of reasons, if you weigh too much, it, it may, um, hesitate or it'll be loud, et cetera. If you're Port buying shivers. A, all of those, th- if you're going to buy a normal, regular treadmill, I don't think you need to spend $4,500 on, like, on a Peloton, but you probably need to spend between 2,000 and 2,500. So th- this, uh, the mini tread is you know a quarter of the size. So for something around 500 bucks, it's,
2: it's not out of line. You know, we've talked about the size, but we should talk about the weight too that the uh, miniature I think is what 23 pounds and uh the sit mill I can't remember but uh you know it's most 17. 13, you know, and, yeah. and most people can just Girl. pick a, pick pick it up with one hand and carry it so you can have it yeah, in that, front of your yeah. desk and be working on the computer or then carry it in the living room and, you know, watch TV and have it there if you, if you want to carry it around, and that's something you can do because it is so light and easy to uh, maneuver around. It's not like yeah, a, it's, a bike that's no, got to be stuck in one place.
3: Good, good point. I, again, it's not as light as a pencil, of course, but unlike uh, any – Uh, high-quality treadmill, those are hundreds of pounds. So it's not, uh, you know, and and even a bike can be uh, 50, 70 pounds. So, yes, it's much more. uh,
1: The mini tread has two nice kind of handholds on either side, which makes, I can't lift it with one hand, the mini tread, but with the two handholds, I can easily pick it up and kind of carry it in front of me wherever I have to go. The sit mill, I actually can pick up with one hand. And and, yes. and move no, around. the
3: similes is, is, is absolutely designed for that. Let's let's talk about for um, a second, uh, Judy. You, you hey, men- Patrick,
1: come back! You're going away, uh, uh,
3: Judy. Uh, sorry. <laughs> there you, you, you are. There I am. You mentioned uh, about some other uh, uh, equipment, um, some less expensive, some more uh, that you can use while seated, and, and I've reviewed some of them. Uh, there's a device called a QB, C U B I I, that you'll see uh, advertised. And it's um, basically an elliptical uh, movement. And it's, again, I think it's better if you're doing nothing, it's better than nothing. It's about uh, $350 uh, in cost. The issue I have with that is you're locked to put your feet on the pedal and all you can do is just go round and round and round it gets a little bit boring what i like to do on the mini tread is do it to music and actually walk or dance to the beat and and you have complete freedom of movement like you like you can on a treadmill the problem with a bike a rowing machine uh an elliptical is your feet are stuck on the actual pedal and it gets a little bit more boring.
1: You know, maybe we should now, uh, I I just want to say that this is uh, such a good partnership. We have a generous agreement with uh, on the move and we uh, will, we, we will be contacting over the next while many, many blindness organizations, but Right now, we are mainly focusing on the American Council. Mm-hmm. First, we did the California Council, now the American Council. And so we want to make sure that people have time for questions. So maybe we should open it up now for for questions and see what people have to ask us. If there are any users out there, please uh, weigh in.
0: I have a quick um, question. Go Before, ahead. Okay, and then we do have a couple of hands up. so. My question is, I, I have a room back here for a lot of reasons I have not taken it. I've taken it out of the box, but I haven't had a chance to work out yet, but I will be doing it this weekend. And I have a lot of electrical equipment here, and I can't get close to a wall outlet, but I do have an uninterrupted power supply. I have power strips. Is it safe to plug it into one of those? Yes. It is okay, fine. Absolutely okay. Yeah, because I'm. That's that's
1: how I have
0: it. That's exactly what I wanted to do, but I wanted to make sure it was safe because it's not going to go to an outlet.
2: Yeah, I I think the lawyers want you to plug it into an outlet just because they don't want to, you know, any possibly fires. But I've got, uh, I've got a strip switch here with. with two Braille displays and the Mini Tread and uh, some speakers plugged into it, and it's been that way for six months, and uh, my place hasn't burned down yet, so I think we're good.
3: Okay, uh, yeah, just uh, Larry, to sure. yeah. Larry you, you'll find that uh, the Mini Tread doesn't take quite as much power as an ARC welding kit.
0: Oh, good. I, got, I just got rid of mine. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't yeah. have it anymore, so I'm very happy to hear that.
3: So
2: can I mention really uh, briefly that you know we've talked about having a uh, a partnership so we've going got on a and
1: speaker that we've got whoever it is who's
0: it's somebody who's got their hand raised who's been unmuted to ask a question. I see.
2: So anyway, uh, I just wanted to say that uh, um, you can get a lot of information and actually download the manuals if you're interested, read testimonials, there's video and audio testimonials from folks uh, up there at our website, uh, the California Council of the Blind, it's ccbnet.org, that's ccbnet.org. Dot org. and if you go on that web page very prominent on the page is uh, something that says you know get you know get fit while you sit with on the move you click on that and there's lots of information there uh, like I said the manuals and everything up there uh, if folks are interested in doing this and it's it's a great way to get fit and a great uh, fundraiser for ccb and uh, i'm just so thrilled that you know the patrick and joanna and, and folks have allowed us to do this and it's uh it's really a win-win-win situation so wanted to get that web address out there uh, in case anybody's leaving ccbnet.org and uh, yeah let's take some questions all
0: right we got about five of them go ahead ron okay um jane is first Oh, what is the weight
5: capacity of um, both the signal and the tread?
3: Yes. Yes, there is. Um, it's I believe it's 350, uh,
1: 350. I've been told more like 300, Patrick, but you're the net guru.
3: No, uh, if you've been told 300, uh, it, 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 it'll be somewhere between that. If, uh, if anyone is interested enough, um, let's, uh, I, I will, I would certainly, uh, uh, put them in touch with customer service and make sure, but it's, uh, it would be, uh, it, you may be right. It may be 300. I thought it was three fifty.
1: Okay. but I, that brings another question. And Jane, thank you for bringing the weight issue. We have talked to several people who have some knee, knee issues. And they are very pleased with the these little sit mills and the mini tread because, of course, you're not you're not putting heavy weight on your legs and knees. You're getting the you're exercising your quads and your calves and so forth. But remember, you're not putting a lot of pressure on your knees.
3: It's a great point, Judy. Um, the lack of impact trauma uh, is being now looked at. Uh, by the Veterans Administration to do uh, they're testing it now all over the country uh, to for both rehab you know post surgery uh, and and that would be orthopedic and cardiovascular. The more interesting thing is that uh, this Dr. Steve Castle at the Veterans Administration uh, Hospital in Los Angeles uh, he tested it on, uh, on, on a gentleman who was in, um, before he was going in for major cardio surgery. And so he, he got a unit and he calls me up. This is about a year ago and said, no, it's more because it was uh, before COVID. so, So maybe a year and a half ago and says, uh, Patrick, can we get some more units to test? And I said, sure. Why? As well, we, we, um, we tested it with uh, a, a patient and the improvement before, uh, that he had before doing the surgery uh, was so significant that the female surgeon said, we now want to do uh, two studies. We want to do a rehab, of course, but also now a prehab. And I said, uh, Doctor Castle, just out of curiosity, you know, how long was this uh, gentleman, you know, on it before uh, he had surgery? I'm mm-hmm. figuring two months, a month. And he says, a week. I was shocked. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Great. We Have a Great. phone user on area code nine fifty one.
1: Hi there. This is Nancy Younger and. Uh, I have a regular treadmill. I got from a blind runner runner. It has, you know, but it's an old treadmill. Uh, but I get a better workout with the. It sounds like I get a better workout with the mini tread. I got in there five minutes late, but I've heard of these, these two machines. doesn't really work up your cardio. That's what, I mean, I'm not putting it down by any means. I'm just asking. So Can you get a cardio, ask workout. Thank you.
3: Yes. Uh, it's a great question. Um, so here's the deal. A, a treadmill Is is every bit as capable of giving you a full uh, cardio workout. So no, the mini tread won't give you a better uh, straight cardio workout than a regular treadmill. However, what I have found, and what people are starting to do now, is to take uh, on they use it with a chair that doesn't have side arms, and then they hold on to one to three to five pound weights. And so, while you're listening to music, now you're you're doing upper body exercise at the same time. I would not suggest you doing that on your uh, standard upright treadmill.
1: Oh no, no, no! I can tell me up, but, but if someone wanted, if someone has has bad, like bad legs, my friend George, he's has really weak and he walks slowly. Maybe the the the, the uh, well, not the mini tread, but the other tread, the uh, sit, sit, sit tread help. would be better for him. Sit mill. Sure. Well, well, you know, you know I, I almost think the mini the tread, 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 tread would be better because it takes, if he's got be very weak legs, the the motorized, motorized version will, Nancy, I think it's your feedback maybe, but your, the motorized, motorized version motorized may be better. Patrick, do you think? I wouldn't go for a sit mill. You go with the mini tread for him. Oh, okay. Okay, uh, area code
3: uh, 510.
0: Steve, here. Steve might be really close to you, Judy. That might be why we're hearing it.
3: So I, would you uh, tell me the question again? Yeah, I the,
1: basically, Steve was making the point that we should people should go through our portal, not through Amazon, for instance, because CCB doesn't get the credit unless it's made through That's our right. portal Through point. A, or, or when I send out emails or through the direct links we send out.
3: Yes, v- very good point. Okay, uh, Nikki is next.
4: Um, I have several questions. Um, I wore out my knees once, and I had a double knee replacement a few years ago. I don't want to do it again, but one of my questions is, if you use the seat, the, I can't even remember the name of it now. I guess my brain needs an overall too. If you're sitting doing the, the knee thing, do your knees get, I'm, the, the, the treadmill, the little treadmill, do your knees get tired? And I got confused because I thought we were talking about one thing and now you're talking about a motorized. So is the motorized treadmill mini, is that the one where you have to stand or can you sit on that? And you, what would be keep... the advantage? Okay, wait a minute. What would be the advantage of having it motorized or non-motorized? And also one other
1: thing. This is Nikki, just a point hang on. hang on. Yeah. Let's make sure we've got the ones you've got so far. Tired knees. You don't stand on any of them. You sit in right. a chair and both of them go on the floor in front of you. I want to make sure you get that. You don't you you cannot stand on either of these. You wouldn't want okay. to do that. Okay. Okay. So and I'm sorry. So that we want tired we'll get Patrick to so talk the about person, tired knees, right? Okay, Well, the, the, maybe the person who um who had
4: bad knees and and found it was working really well would have an answer for that, but whether or not there's an advantage of having the motorized or non What are the advantages of either? And then the last thing is not a question. I just wanted to make a point that one of the things that I do when I'm sitting for a long time before I stand up, because I have very low blood pressure. So I have an equilibrium issue. And so um, I, I do my, I usually wear sandals and and, um, fuzzy socks. So I take my sandals off and I bend my toes up and then I bend and then I I bring my toes up in the air with my heels down. And then I bring my heels up with my toes down. Mm. And I do that a few times because what that does is it constricts the muscle in your calf and Mm. shoots the blood straight up to your heart. So that is one of the benefits of doing that type of exercise. So when you're Mm -hmm. talking about cardio, that is one of the benefits of any kind of exercise where your calves are involved, flexing and unflexing and things like that. Okay. So the motorized as opposed to the non-motorized.
2: Uh, i would say that the uh, motorized one is better because as we were saying earlier you don't really have to think while you're doing it i mean it's just there and you're just moving your feet and and uh that sort of thing um and um the manual one is great because uh yes you do have to provide your own power but you can go um you know, backwards or forwards, or even sideways. If you want to turn the machine sideways, and it's a whole lot lighter. It's uh, it's ha- it's it's a little over half the weight of the mini tread. So the sit mill is super easy just to carry around. In fact, you don't even need to plug it in, of course. Um, so I don't know. Those would be advantages I would think to uh, the two of them. I uh, have anything to it's add to that, cheap. Patrick? It's cheaper. Oh. It's
1: cheaper too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Exactly. The the <laughs> mini tread mini tread is uh, one sixty nine, okay. and the and the uh, I'm. Sorry, the sit mill is one sixty nine, and the mini tread is four forty nine. So yeah, it's the well, difference that, in price. That makes,
4: that makes difference because I do have a stationary bike. And but when somebody but Nikki, was saying that they had,
1: Nikki, the yeah, the point, the the, um, the, the sit mill, you do have to develop. You have to, you know, you probably start it with it maybe two or three minutes because you really will be developing the muscles in your legs by using the sit mill.
4: Oh, I realized that. And I also have, um, I have a stationary bicycle, which was given to me years ago, it was made by a regular bicycle, they just put a frame on it. Mm. And um, so what and so that I don't get bored when I'm doing that, I turn on the news, or I listen to a podcast or something. And the podcast is over in half an hour, and I'm done. And that's one of the ways you can stop it from getting boring, when you're doing stuff like that. So okay, that's it. Thank you very much. Patrick, did you order one. I'll order the non-motorized one as soon okay. as possible.
1: Okay. Patrick, did you have anything else to say about the differences?
3: Oh, oh well, I think those are, those are good points. Um, in if you're going to spend most of your time working, concentrating on the computer where you've got to concentrate on something else, then I would consider the, the more you know, the electric mini tread. Um, if you're just doing it for dancing, just doing it, you know, watching TV, listening, being on the phone where you don't need to concentrate on something else. The sit mill is certainly uh, more than more than adequate.
4: OK, In, can I add one more thing, please? Sure. Um, I think I think the non-motorized would be better for me because I like using my own power. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I really am not that keen on treadmills because uh, you, you know, you have to, whatever
1: you said, hey, when, have to go you, when that you come beef. to pick when you come to pick up your bread, you can try them both. <laughs> Great, <laughs> Terrific. Okay. Wonderful. They're,
4: I, I they're will, at I, my house.
3: One other thing, Judy, if I uh, may add, and, and, and again, this is not uh, enough. They're not enough humans. So I can yeah. say this with, uh, with total confidence, but what we're finding with uh, people who are using this uh, post-knee surgery, uh, the first unit they use is the sit-mill, and then they segue several weeks later okay. into the motorized. I don't know why that's the case, but that seems to be what the... Uh, you know,
1: the, we've said the motorized is quite a bit more expensive, but Steve Mendelson just reminds me, we do there is a payment plan through PayPal. Uh, when you order the mini-tread, so you can make uh, several interest-free payments for that. Sorry, Patrick. Yes, they, they, they
2: they will offer you, I believe, it's uh, four payments, um, you know, a uh, payment every two weeks automatically, and then if you answer a couple of questions, and it's PayPal that handles the credit, you can get uh, six monthly payments uh, and spread it out even further, and that's through PayPal. When you check out, you'll be given that option.
1: And we can do all that for you. I mean, Steve does that. Thank <laughs> you very much.
6: Joanna? I am. This is Joanna Medin. And uh, hey, Joanna. Hi, Joanna. Hi. Joanna is the CEO of On The Move. Yes, and I'm jumping on, really, because there's been s- several questions on knees and surgery. And I had a partial knee replacement in January, so I can speak to that very directly and on my prehab and my rehab, and Patrick was accurate in that the rehab I started out with the sit mill because um, when you first have knee surgery you can't you're, you can't pull your you can't bend your knee all that much, so it works much more easily. However, my prehab, before I had the surgery to really strengthen my quads and my hamstrings and my calf muscles, I used the mini tread every day. And, and the fact that it was motorized, um, I did it longer. I could do it faster. And I felt extremely prepared when I went in for the surgery. Um, there is, and one of the, one of the reasons is that I could do it. Cause I've had about a bad knee since I was 15 and just got around to replacing it, but because it is low to no impact on the joints, when for me personally, and for other people that have shared, um, when your feet hit the mini tread, um, mm-hmm. you don't have that arthritic pain in your knees that you tend to have, um, when you're using a treadmill and other devices where you have to push down. So the motion, because it's walking, it's gentle on the joints, but because it does go up to two and a half miles per hour. I know there was a question on cardio. We have someone on our team that uses the mini tread. He calls it his his coffee replacement. And he he cranks it in the morning up to up to two and a half. And let me tell you how drenched in sweat he is.
3: <laughs> so, I've seen, I've seen the pictures. Uh, Joanne yeah, is correct.
6: It is an exception. It can be an exceptional workout. So, um, but I would definitely say that, that uh, for me, pre and post, both of these are, are terrific. And, and for me, the mini tread has been um, invaluable after surgery, your knee gets stiff. And Nikki, you'll probably attest to this. You had a double knee, but your knee gets stiff. So I keep it on pretty much an hour on and then I'll stop. And even at, at 0.5 miles per hour, 0.7, 0.9, I can burn 100 calories in an hour. So, and that's at a slow speed. So as, as Patrick was saying before, you increase the speed. It's an, it is, it can be a great workout, but you control the speed. So just wanted to to chime in on the knee surgery. Thank you.
2: Yeah, that's a great point. Thank you.
6: Joanna, what a treat to have you with us. Well, thank you. I didn't want to miss this. I was excited to, to, to hear this podcast.
2: And I just want to say that, you know, the speed thing, I thought before I got mine and actually started using it that I would use it at the faster speed more than the slower, and I find myself, like Judy, just running it a lot slower because if I run it up too much, I'm sweating, and then, you know, okay, I can't continue my work or whatever, but if I uh, kind of, you know, slow it down a bit, then I can, like Judy said, be on it for, you know, before I know it, half an hour has gone by, 45 minutes, and, you know, I'm still doing my thing. So any any way you use it, you kind of build up it's like anything else you know when i first got it you know a few minutes that's all i can do and then then the more you use it the more you're able to use it
0: okay questions we have three or four i think okay carla is next
5: hey um the questions that i have is um i'm a cardiac patient and i have a very bad balance problem so that's why I can't use a regular treadmill. And when I went to the cath lab to have heart catheterizations, um, they pump me through, you know, they pump you full of adenosine, which is really, it's really dangerous because it's a chemical. It gets your heart going and going. Mm-hmm. Do you think that there is any potential for putting, it might be another marketing place for you to put this in a cath lab for people that do not have the sense of balance that could, could use um, this type of a device.
3: Mary, this is a brilliant suggestion and the direct answer is yes. And uh, we're looking at uh, several different specific uh, markets and in different uh, medical arenas. But the fact that you have balance issues uh, would make you a candidate because So many people, for example, I have a friend uh, with Parkinson's and uh, most Parkinsonians uh, have, as you know, uh, balance issues. And he has been such a tremendous uh, supporter of this. Uh, So for you, uh, this might have some uh, application. Yes.
1: This is Carla Hayes, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, I thought you. Uh-huh. I thought it was you, Carla. So, it is, yeah. It's Mary See, Carla Hayes. Mary seems, Carla Hayes. Yeah, my thing is on Zoom. My whole name's it, up there. It seems that Car- Carla. I mean, to me, if you have balance issues, what could be better than not having to move from your chair? You don't have to stand or worry about falling.
5: Yeah, and I mean, my balance issues are serious. I have to hold on to the bar in an elevator. I can't do a moving sidewalk. I've got sea legs for a half an oh. hour, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. And the people mover
1: at the well, airport. Think, I should have to get a think about walk. this and, you know, call us, Carlin. You know, we can answer any further questions. But it sounds to yeah. me like this is for you. Yes, because I'm not my biased. Exercise bike and I walk,
5: you know, I'll walk outside yeah. and all that. Yeah. But, but I'm talking about, you know, even if they could get these in cath labs. Because Good idea. for other people no. like me, and I could help you to market it to a cath lab.
3: <laughs> Fabulous.
5: <laughs> thank you so much.
3: Okay, Travis is next.
4: Hey, so two questions. Um, the media trend and so forth. Um, does it take up a lot of space? And my second question is, um, can it be used in a regular 110, 120 volts
6: power outlet?
2: The answer to your question is yes, uh, it can be used with a regular standard outlet. And uh, uh, it's the size of an airline cushion. What is it, Patrick, 20, um, 20 by 20? Is that is that the yes, dimensions? It's,
3: it's 20, 20 inches by 20 inches. So if you don't have a house the size of the Taj Mahal, it probably won't work for you. I'm kidding. <laughs>
1: you know, oh. sir, seriously, you can put it right next. You know, you, when you're not using it, you can just stand it up against a wall when you're using it. I have a you can use it under a fairly small desk. Uh, you know, if, a lot of people say my it's not enough room under my desk. Well, this is the kind of thing that will fit under a desk or um, I'm often watching TV or listening to a book. I have it under my chair in front of me. But when I'm done with it, I just stand it up you know, next to the side of my desk.
4: That is good to know, and and this is good to know, especially since we know conventional treadmills take up so
1: much space. Yeah, you know, that, exactly. that's one thing. Wow, okay. this is awesome! Thanks, I, I'm really excited. Yeah, hey, you're welcome. Keep you up the hard work.
0: Okay, Nikki.
4: Sorry, I put myself back on mute. Um, I had a question for, um, let me see. What, what is her name? Who had the partial? Joanna. 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 There we go. Joanna. Joanna. Um, she disappeared. <laughs> anyway, what is a partial knee replacement?
6: Well. <laughs> so in your whole knee replacement, you lose the space across the entire knee because mine was from an injury. I only lost the spacing on half of it. Therefore, I only needed to get half of the knee replaced versus the entire um, knee and patella. It makes the recovery a little quicker.
4: Okay, I think with my situation because I had surgery when I was 21, and the bones that were between the kneecap and the and the other bone didn't meld properly because mm. I was too active as a kid, and so they took them. They just took them out. They weren't attached to anything. So um, when they did my knees, when I kneel down, I feel the metal. So I don't see. like kneeling down, but other than that, they're they're fine. They're beautiful. It's, it's great. Watch you know things? I love them. So that's interesting. Thank you very
1: much. Mm-hmm. Thank you. How are we doing on our questions?
0: There are none. There are no more hands, and we're at fifty-seven minutes after the hour.
1: Hey! Wow. <laughs> so let's give the contact information one more time. Steve, why you're you're our beautiful radio voice. <laughs> Why don't you give that information? <laughs> well,
2: uh, and, you know, one thing I wanted to mention, and Patrick, uh, it's, it's a great moniker. Uh, the company, uh, Patrick and Joanna and company's company, is On The Move, O-N-T-H-E-M-U-V. And uh, some of the screen readers kind of say it kind of weird, but that's the way it's spelled. And the reason it's spelled that way is because it stands for Movement Unleashes Vitality. So, on the move. So, um, yes, if you want to check out more information, as I say, there's there's lots of good information on our CCB website. It's ccbnet.org, and then uh, look on that page for uh, Fitness on the Move. If you'd rather just send an email to ask questions or give a phone number, uh, you make a phone call. We've got all those available. The phone number is 510 629 one two seven six. That's five one zero six two nine one two seven six. If you get voicemail, uh, leave us your name and number, and uh, we'll get right back to you. Or if you'd like to email, it's on the move. O n t h e m u v at ccbnet dot org. dot o r g. So on the move at ccbnet.org. org. Or five one zero six two nine one two seven six, and uh, forgot to mention on the CCB website. Also, you can get uh, the manuals for the mini-trade and the Sitnos. So, if you want to, you know, check out, download the manual, put it on your Victor Reader Stream. Here, all about uh, the benefits and, and how it works before you buy it, then you can do that as well.
0: Excellent.
4: And Nikki asked one more question, real
0: quick. Go ahead, Nikki, real quick.
4: You you said that you've got um, you've got samples already that you're trying to sell off so are you actively trying to sell them off or yes. are you keeping them yes because it no, might it might no. be a... joanna would love to get them out of her garage
2: so yeah okay.
4: because it, it might yeah. also be a, a, a thing that you could put into the auction because i mean i can i want to buy yeah. one when i come over whether i get it a used, you know a sample or a new one it
1: doesn't matter to me no the, right now all we have are the samples because the sit mills are not being manufactured yet
2: Okay, so let open. let let's, let's let's make a distinction. That's the off. the the mini tread, the motorized mini tread, is the real deal. That's what's going to be here for a long time. The right. sit mill is being redesigned, and so what we have right now are the the old design, the samples, and that's what we're selling now for one sixty nine. the The new version of the sit mill is not coming out. I'm not sure, Patrick or John, I can tell us what date exactly, but keeps right. getting pushed back right now. So
1: and the, and the difference
2: is it's that, gonna that be the, much the new more one expensive.
1: can have two levels, and the other one you just yeah. do the. There's okay. no reason not to buy the samples right now because they're right. here. Okay, fine. All right, great. Thank you very much. This has been great.
0: Thank you all. It's been a great hour, and we've learned a lot about both of these two uh, vehicles, and um, I'm, I'm going to enjoy mine because I like working out anyway. Uh, so this should be lots of fun, and I thank you, Patrick. Thank you, Judy. Thank you, Steve. It's been great, and we thank you so much for being with yes. us.
3: Thank great you so much for having thank us, yeah. uh, Larry. Thank great to be with everybody. you and, and everyone.
0: And Patrick. Stuck, well and pa- thank you, Patrick and Steve stuck it out twice because we were on uh, with them on main menu as well. And they said, yeah, we'll come back. And they did. And it was just as good. So we thank you because we got to a different group of people, which was terrific.
3: So yeah, Appreciate yeah. it.
0: Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Good
3: ne- to be with
0: you. Next week on, te- on Tech Talk, we're not going to be here because it's Memorial Day. And so we will be dark. And by the way, we'll be dark a couple more times during the summer. I'll talk about that next month. But on the 7th of June, we have something very exciting for you. And Myrna, if you can unmute, you can tell us all about it. Maybe she... There you are. There you are.
6: So So next week, two weeks, sorry, sorry. Next week, don't come because we're not going to be here. But. On June 7th, we are going to be t- talking with, or he's going to be talking to us, Earl Harrison. And Earl Harrison is back with Hims, And as some of you may know, Hims has a new device called the BrailleSense 6. Um, it's a new version of Android. It's lots more RAM. It's better processor. And so he's going to be talking about it. And luckily, my little Polaris my Polaris went out and got to Austin on Thursday and it's going to get updated and I'm going to have one pretty soon. Excellent. So
0: stay tuned and we'll be, we'll be sending out releases as well. So you'll get all the information about uh, hymns in just under a couple of weeks. You'll be getting some information about that. And we thank you for being with us. Thanks for the great questions and we'll join you again in two weeks and we'll Do some PR stuff so you know that as well. Thanks so much. And uh, now, Ron, let the unmuting begin.